Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brandon. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as usual, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Ooh, buddy, Sounds man. like you're already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it. No doubt, Shane. I've been... I've been mm. sitting on this pod idea for a couple of days now. Mm-hmm. You know it, and I know it. Yeah. I've been waiting for you. I did not want to tackle this without you. Uh, oh, yeah. So how you doing, brother? I'm good. Dogs are pumped up. One second. <laughs> okay. We're about to... All right. Um, all right. No, man, I'm good. Yeah, you sent this to me, what, about a week ago, right? Yep. And it's and it's funny because you're going to get the list. You're going to see the list. You're going to say, wait, why is so-and-so not on the list? We went through that. We went through it all week. And it's funny because I've probably created my team about 15 times. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be the worst one of the group. So <laughs> that's just the confidence I have in this thing. But uh, it was an exciting topic. And I can't wait to see what the listeners uh, put together with your, uh, with your ideas. This is all you, Mike. Yeah, you know, that's the main reason I like it, Shane. We're going to throw this out there on the social medias. And, you know, I welcome anybody and everybody to make their own list, kind of compare mm-hmm. it. And we haven't revealed ours yet, but, you know, Team Shane, Team Mike, I wonder mm-hmm. if fans want to weigh in on who got the better team and all that. So just a lot of good fun here, SEC fun in the month of May. I think this is mm-hmm. going to be a great one, Shane. And before we get to that, we got uh, Paul Feinbaum gave us a shout out there on Friday's show. Yeah. So I want to get a, a shout out to that. And uh, Lane Kiffin went viral once again. <laughs> thank you, thank you, cousin Shane, for finding that clip. But before we get to all that, Shane, I think you got a little bit of an announcement, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know we're sneaking up on the hundred day countdown. One of my favorite times of the years because it it just feels like once that list starts, college football's here before you know it. And uh, you know, one thing I've learned here, Mike, is uh, and probably the listeners now know that I have the face of a radio guy. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for the longest time, I have battled. Uh, battled weight, and um, and I, you know, I'm sneaking up on the big four zero, and it's like if if not now, then when? So during this this hundred day countdown, Mike, I, I am going to be starting a um, pretty much like a like a workout thing for for me, you know. And if the listeners want to, some of the listeners want to get in on it, that's fine. If they don't, that's that's okay. Uh, words of encouragement. It's just I feel like if I involve everybody, then maybe I'll stick with this one because trust me, buddy, I've been on a lot of diets, <laughs> and every one of them has not worked out. So I'm hoping that this is a new one. So I made the rules really simple. Um, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to keep my calories under 3000. I know that sounds crazy, uh, but I'm a big guy and 3000 is uh, I feel like it's a pretty good number. If I, you know, if I put in a 28 or 2,700, I think I'm doing pretty good. So that's my goal is, is I'm basically going to be calorie counting. That way I can still drink beers. Now people going to get on there and tell me, Hey Shane, you got to eat green beans and asparagus. That ain't, that ain't happening. My friend, there's probably going to be some devour meals in there. Maybe a few McDonald's blueberry pies. You just never know. 
but I'm going to count the calories and make sure I don't hit my, my number. And every day also, I'm going to be walking for an hour. So I think that's the big one. I want to, uh, I'm going to call it the big orange walk. I'm going to go out there and, and get my 60 minutes in and then follow that up with uh, a gallon of water each day. So three, three simple rules. I'm going to try to do it for, for 100 days. Uh, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, now's a good time uh, to get on the YouTube channel because every day I'm going to be sending proof, you know, a little accountability. Uh, I'm going to be doing a little, uh, what do they call those things? Shorts, one of those oh, yeah. uh, YouTube shorts. So we're going to put together, we're going to make it entertaining. And uh, like I said, just we got to get ready for football, Mike, And uh, because Lord knows we eat good in the fall. That's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> and uh, I got to get this body conditioned so that I can – start seeing some of these cathedrals out there and, and, and visit some of these friends. And so uh, that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. So I'll be kicking that thing off here Thursday um, because, believe it or not, Thursday we're 100 days away from college football. Man, it's, it's incredible how much how the time just flies by here. Yeah. Talking SEC football will be at SEC media days before you know it. The season mm-hmm. will be here before you know it. I just can't wait. You know what? <laughs> I know, just talking about it. Like I said, we do that countdown, and, you know, you, you sent me a couple videos the other day, and uh, one of them was down there in Death Valley, and just listening to that fan and the fan support and just everybody singing and everybody cheering. It's just that energy. It's like, you you know, you, you forget it. You, you know, you can mimic it with a baseball game. You can mimic it with a basketball game. But there's nothing like 100,000 of your closest friends rooting on – for your team. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. in the fall, maybe at a night game or something like that. I I think of that old Miss Tennessee game, man. It, I was so in we were so into that game. It didn't matter what was going around us. You know what I'm saying? It was just it was we were all in unison at that game. So um I, I can't wait to see it again. I, I miss it already. I know it's 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 you know, we gotta take a break every now and then, but I think the break's over. Uh, I'm ready for some college football, brother. That's for sure. Well, speaking of Ole Miss, Shay, that's a perfect transition to, like I said, Lane Kiffin going viral again. Mm-hmm. I really hope you're watching on video. If not, we'll break <laughs> it down on the audio version uh, right after we play this clip. I'm fired up. Dad, look at Tate's baby cousin. Look. It's what her. is that? It's her baby cousin. He's so cute. He's so cute. All right, Jade. So, oh my goodness. If, you, if you're just listening, what this was, Ooh. Kiffin, unbeknownst to him, was on FaceTime with his daughter. Mm-hmm. One of it, I think it's one of his daughter's friends had a baby. And this this baby looks a little weird. You know, these youngins can look uh, weird as soon as they're born. I think that's what was going yeah. on. Well, Mike, uh, let me let me stop you there for a second, okay? Because I've seen this one before. This is a trend on the TikTok. When you got a house full of girls, uh-huh. you know this app well. So this is a prank that's going on. This baby has been featured on a few things. Okay. So basically, it's a TikTok re- record, you know. And so he goes to show uh, his daughter goes to show Lane Kiffin this this picture of this baby and. Of course, Lane makes the 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 infamous statement here. But I the funny part is she convinces him that it's not a picture, that it's actually them FaceTiming. So this is live 
and the parents apparently are going to be able to see his reaction to this baby. So you have to see it. I mean, obviously the video is the greatest, but I've seen this poor little child a million times, and I, hopefully they grew out of it, but, man, it is one ugly baby. <laughs> and, again, another perfect transition. No disrespect, Shane. Paul Feinbaum, the guy that uh, – Hey, again, he's another one. He he has conquered the SEC Spe- landscape. Speaking of diapers, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, no, just kidding, just kidding. He's he. We can't say that. He's promoting us. We better rip that one off. Yeah, exactly. So Paul Feinbaum, all Friday here, just gave us a little shout out. I just thought this was pretty cool. And and what they were referencing, Shane. Well, I'll play the clip prior to it as well. He mm-hmm. had Nick Saban on his show talking about uh, college football and needing to get back to parity. And then Mm. I had a response to that, and that's why Paul brought it up on his show. So let's play these clips back to back. Well, you know, I think one of the things that I'd like to see us be able to work back to is everything in college football has always had parity. You know, same scholarship, you know, same academic support, health care, whatever it is. And, um, you know, I I don't think we have that balance right now, which could affect, you know, the parity of college football and college athletics as a whole. So... Um, and I know we got a lot of good people working on it, and uh, I'm sure they'll come up with a good solution for it. We had Michael Bratton on the other day, uh, for SEC Mike, does the podcast. And in reaction to what Saban said, he has done this, and I'll, I'll share it with the audience. Uh, Saban wants parity in the SEC and in college football. These are, current, these are the current active winning streaks for Alabama. Tennessee, 15 straight games. Arkansas, 14 straight. State, Mississippi State, 14. Vandy, 11 straight. Eight straight over Florida. Is that amazing or what? Eight straight against Florida. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Kentucky, seven. Ole Miss, six. Ole Miss beat them two years in a row. Uh, Missouri, five. Uh, So uh, that is uh, (laughs) Nick Saban wants parity. Uh, well, good. I hope he gets it. Uh, let's get some more. All right, Shane. So again, just to verify what uh, you know, what I put out there, what Feinbaum had to say. I mean, Alabama's got a, a active winning streak. Many, yeah. many of these are in the double digits all across the SEC. It was hilarious, Shane. Georgia fans, Texas A&M fans. They said, yeah. "Hey, how come we're not on this streak list here, buddy?" And of course, we all know because they beat. The Crimson Tide last time they faced him. But mm-hmm. that's not the point. The point is that I kind of see what Nick Saban's going for, but you know, let's pump the brakes on on asking for parody when you've just right. decimated the greatest conference in college football <laughs> for going on a decade and a half here. It just it doesn't seem like um, you know, it, it's not the wisest statement to make, in my opinion. Well, Nick Saban's definitely not the one that should be leading this march. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Clark, Coach Lee, you know, just right. maybe get him at the microphone and, and talk parody. <laughs> then it makes sense uh, with the scholarship athletes. But it is to, to sit back and say that it's an even playing field between Alabama and Mississippi State or Alabama and 
enter any team besides Georgia and maybe LSU, right. you know, it's, it, it is far from a parity. So uh, just the fact that, that in his mind or his bubble, he believes that I understand he, he doesn't want, he has a competitive edge, you know, and, and he doesn't want to lose that. And, and, and unfortunately I think that's what NIL, if you want to talk about parity, it's, it's, it can easily even the playing field if you've got enough money involved. Yeah, no doubt, Shane. Well, I'm sure we, you know, we could talk about this topic no, I know. for the rest I, of the we show. Talked, <laughs> we got a hundred, hundred something more days to talk about NILs, Mike. Exactly. We'll get into that later. <laughs> exactly. But what I wanted to bring out on this episode, Shane, what I've been teasing, we'll throw up the graphic mm-hmm. here if you're watching. We put it all over the social medias here on Monday, looking for everybody else to contribute as well. But we are doing an SEC fantasy draft Kind of like, you know, we didn't invent this idea. I've seen it before. I've just not mm-hmm. seen it this off season. And basically what you're trying to do, Shane, is you're trying to pick the best, you know, the way I look at it, the most unstoppable team here. You got to pick a quarterback, uh-huh. two receivers, a running back, and a tight end. And you got $15 to spend. Again, yep. you got to pick five players and you tier them. So – the best players, they cost five dollars. So you just can't load up on top of the line players. Otherwise you're gonna right. you're gonna go over your salary cap if that makes sense. So we've tiered this five dollars, four dollars, three dollars, two dollars, one dollar. Does that mm-hmm. all make sense to you, Shane? Oh yeah, perfect sense. Uh and, and for the listeners, are you gonna we're gonna break this down one tier at a time or yeah, I was thinking we'd like do it to, okay. I think we should do it by position first. So we'll go okay. we'll go over the five quarterbacks that we have selected to put on this list mm-hmm. and then each of us will give out our selection for the quarterbacks and we'll just then we'll move on to to each position if that makes sense. Yeah, and it and it there's going to be a little controversy just <laughs> I, I can already hear it, Mike, cuz there was already controversy when you sent this list over to me at first. I said, "Hey, Where's my boy at? And we had to switch some things around. But yep. uh, there's going to be some quarterbacks left off, and, and that kind of surprises me because you don't think about this being a deep quarterback league. I, I don't. I don't know about you personally. But but the more that I look at it, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, why aren't we including this guy? So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm liking this quarterback talent we got in this uh, SEC year. So let's start uh, with the $5 guy, Shane. And, again, this means in this game – most mm-hmm. valuable quarterback here, the $5 man, you know, easy decision. Bryce Young yeah. just won the Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy, just led Alabama to the SEC title mm-hmm. in an upset of Georgia, was the first quarterback to really have his way. Well, the, the only quarterback that had his way <laughs> with the Georgia defense last season. And now, you know, he's the big time. I don't I don't know if he's the, the favorite to win the Heisman again, but he's. I think he's number two right now. But – Easy, Mm -hmm. easy to say Bryce Young, the the most valuable quarterback in the SEC, right? Uh, Absolutely. I'm surprised you don't have him at $6. (laughs) I think he's – I'm not saying that there's a 1A, 1B situation uh, because there's not. I I really think it's it's Bryce is is in a tier of his own right now. Now, that may change at the end of the season, but starting the season, I think you nailed this one. All right, and then for the four dollar quarterback, Shane, you could, mm-hmm. you know, there's, I, you could certainly have uh, some arguments starting here, but mm-hmm. I'm going with Hendo Cinco, Shane Hendon Hooker, Tennessee <laughs> Vols, poised to have a huge season, in my opinion, for Josh yep. Heupel's 
Tennessee Vols, do, do you buy that uh, as the $4 quarterback? Oh, yeah, definitely. The development he had toward the tail end of the season, and then you factor he's got a full off season here. This is his year, and, and, you, and you see that in a lot of these NFL mocks. Uh, you know, this is a this is a, a a win-win situation for him. So if he can come out and perform like he did last year, or even get better, mm-hmm. then uh, yeah, he's definitely a four-dollar quarterback here. Now the three-dollar man, this is my guy right here, Shane. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, KJ Jefferson, Arkansas Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. He can do it with his arm. Mm-hmm. He can do it with his legs. He's yep. he's like a tank back here when he's running the ball. So <laughs> the ultimate dual-threat quarterback. You like him at the the three-dollar option. I do, and I think it's a really, really good value and uh, was on my team several times during this thing, so I'll let you know if he's on my final team here in a little bit. Now, the $2 man, again, this is when we started to have our disagreements. (laughs) Here's here's the controversy (laughs) coming in. (laughs) I love this guy. I think he's going to just put up incredible numbers this season, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking Will Rogers, Mississippi State. You know, he's probably uh, of the ones we went down so far, the – the least mobile option by far, right. but uh, just playing in this offense, man, he's suited for it. He, he was catching fire at the tail end of the season. I think he's going to light it up, like I said, playing for Mike Leach. Yeah, I, I think this is a breakout year for him. I, I'm not saying that last year wasn't, but, you know, not a lot of people are talking about Rodgers right now, myself included. In fact, he was one I was I was like wondering why we had him on the list because of some other guys. But uh, you know, the more the more you talk him up, the more we're going to see from him this year. Uh, I I think again, Mississippi State has a pretty good season here, and that's because they're going to have a hell of an arm back there at quarterback. Now here, I tried to talk Shane into the <laughs> reigning national champion Stetson no. Bennett, but he's not on our list. The defending <laughs> national champion, you can thank. Shane, for that. I mean, my, yep. my goodness, people think I already hate the Bulldogs enough, Shane. <laughs> now we booted Stetson off the list, but uh, the $1 quarterback may be the best value on the board here. Will Levis, uh-huh. Kentucky Wildcats. Apparently, he's the greatest quarterback that's ever played college football, Shane. He's, a, <laughs> he's the number one overall pick, according to CBS Sports. But yes. uh, we've got him as the $1 man here. And, uh, you know, I think the best case you made, Shane, for me, when, yeah. when you said this, I was like, he's absolutely right. Put Will Levis on the Georgia Bulldogs. You know, would would could would Georgia make that swap? And right. I hate to say it, but I think they would. So yeah, Will Levis makes sense to me. Uh, what are your thoughts on having him on this list? Well, you know, I fought for his life to get him on this thing. You know, <laughs> and and honestly, I thought he would be like a two, possibly a three dollar quarterback here. Uh, you know, you read some of these. These NFL mocks, they got them all the way up there with Bryce, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if we're quite there yet, but I I think he's got to be on the list. But let me ask you, Mike, because this is probably going to be the the biggest topic when this thing hits Mm -hmm. about my quarterback getting left out. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some big names. You you look down there in in Florida in AR-15, obviously not a a great season last year, but they're expecting a better season this year. Mm -hmm. You look at South Carolina. I mean, is there any other names that you thought about floating on this list uh, again? Yeah, definitely Spencer Rattler. That's that's one that jumps out to me. I Mm -hmm. I do think he's poised to have a hell of a year for the South Carolina Gamecocks. But I kind of – and fair or unfair, Shane, I kind of looked at – his selection and just said well he hasn't done it in the sec yet right and that's not to say that i don't think he's got the potential hell i've been singing his praises all off season 
But mm-hmm. I just kind of went more with the guys that we've seen. And like I said, I wanted to put Stetson on this list just for mm-hmm. the fact that, uh, you know, he just won the title. I think he deserves some recognition. But at the end of the day, we're just loaded at quarterbacks here. So yeah. South Carolina fans, Georgia fans, I think you make a case. Anthony Richardson, certainly. I think by this is going to be one I think where Florida fans, you know, they, they always see these things and they're like, oh, I'm saving this tweet. I'm saving this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw this in your damn face in December uh-huh. when, when uh, AR-15 scores 45 touchdowns. So, you know, we could put him on the list too, but yeah, basically the same thing with Spencer Rattler, a little different, but he's not really uh-huh. done it in the SEC yet. He's done it in the non-conference. <laughs> I'm not saying Anthony Richardson is, is not going to have a huge year here, but certainly he, uh, you know, deserves recognition. A&M's got a couple options, but, you know, we don't even know who's going to start for them at this point in time. Yeah. We've got a couple transfers looking at you, LSU, looking at you, Ole Miss, mm-hmm. some potential there. But, again, until we see it, um, the, these are the five I, I feel most comfortable with. Okay. Well, this is SEC Mike's list, so why, <laughs> who might argue, you know? <laughs> so who's your quarterback, Shane? People dying to know. Oh, Mike, you know, this one I went round and round. And, and you know, I love my boy Hooker. I love Bryce. But I just think, like you said, it's such a deep, deep quarterback room this year it's tough for me to spend a lot of money on qb and then part of me is like here i you know here i was waving the will levis flag i gotta get him on the board and if i don't pick him mike's just gonna make fun of me because there for a long time i was settled in at kj jefferson i just thought he was such a great value there with three dollars just what he was what he's been able to do the last three years. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, especially last year, it was it was night and day. And, and another offseason, I'm telling you, uh, th- this kid's truly special. But I need other positions and I need to spend some money. And we're gonna get to those. So I'm thinking greatest value on the board right now, NFL legend, Pro Bowl, probably gonna have a Hall of Fame at some point point. Will Levis, I gotta go with him with a dollar. Uh, and the reason is, is, is he does have, he has it, man. I mean, he's, 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 he's a big quarterback. He's, and he's surprisingly mobile. He's one of the, that's one of the factors that a lot of people don't talk about. You know, you, you talk about an AR 15, you talk about a, a a KJ Jefferson, you talk about a, a a hooker, you're, you're, you're talking about legs and mobility, but you know, you're looking over here at Will Levis. Hell, he had nine rushing TDs last year. Mm-hmm. So, I think what what he's got with his arm, he's also got with his legs. And I just think that it's, it's truly a great value. He has all, you know, and, and this is no knock on Wondell Robinson. But that was it, man. That's all he had last year. So, on my team, I got two stud receivers that I'm saving to put on this roster. And I think that's going to help Will Levis shine. So, give me Will with a dollar, who do you got? Yeah, that may be the best value pick on the board, Shane, when, mm-hmm. when I'm looking at the $1 option. So that could be a hell of a pick. I'm glad you went with Will Levis because it would have been kind of cheesy if we picked the same guy. I'm going K.J. Jefferson. <laughs> you already know, man. Same, A lot of the same things. I mean, Hendon Hooker, I love Hendon Hooker. Bryce Young, what's yeah. not to like? But I think K.J. Jefferson gives you a lot of what those guys can give you too. Um, I love the mobility. I think he's of this list. I think he's the most mobile and he's got that deep ball in his back pocket. Mm -hmm. So he's a leader. He's tough as hell. Give me KJ Jefferson. I'll go to battle with, uh, with him anytime. (laughs) And I'm not going to argue. Like I said, I, that's who I had on this list, uh, for, for several days now. 
I just the the efficiency pickup. I mean, he's almost completing seventy percent of his passes, and uh, just the rushing aspect because he's he's not just a mobile quarterback. He's a big bodied quarterback that always seems to fall forward, and that's what I like leading my team. So I just. I got. I need those two bucks, Mike. So I'm I'm sticking with Will. I but I'm not going to be mad with the KJ Jefferson selection. All right, Shane. Let's get into the receivers now. Again, remember the there's two for each category because we're picking two receivers. Mm-hmm. So we got mm-hmm. two five dollar options here for SEC receivers, and the list starts. Kayshawn Boutte down there in LSU, Mm -hmm. such a dynamic playmaker there for uh, the LSU Tigers. And the other $5 option, Shane, Cedric Tillman, breakout star for the Tennessee Vols. And not only did he put up huge numbers last season, Shane, he did it against Alabama, Georgia, Mm -hmm. Purdue in the bowl game. I mean, he made the plays when the Vols needed them in the marquee game. So I think Cedric Tillman is – you know, he should be all SEC, if not all American, heading into the season. So, those are our two $5 guys. Mm-hmm. $4? This might surprise you, Shane. I, I put Jermaine Burton, Georgia transfer. What? Of course, now at Alabama, he slotted to be Bryce Young's number one option there in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. So, I think Jermaine Burton, if he can stay healthy, he's going to have a huge year for the Crimson Tide. He's a $4 selection. And then mm-hmm. uh, Jimbo was just singing this guy's praise that he's going to boost his stock this year for coming back. Anaya Smith, Texas mm-hmm. A&M's do-everything receiver, sometimes lines up in the backfield, but you know now primarily a, a receiver, return man. He can do it all. Agent zero there in College Station, one of the best mm-hmm. players in the SEC. Now the $3 receiver, Shane, hey, same team here, but these guys <laughs> are so productive. They're playing in a, a system that all they do is – throw the ball so these guys are going to put up huge numbers this season Jaden Wally Mississippi State's number one outside receiver and then Austin Williams their go-to man in the slot whenever Will Rogers needs a third down conversion he's looking at Austin Williams so those two I don't I don't think are going to be on many people's radars but tremendous tremendous value there I I listed each of them at the three dollars selection now here's the ultimate boomer bust Shane I went with two freshmen as the two dollar yeah. options, we've got Luther Burden. Everyone's, you know, dying to see what he can do for the Missouri Tigers, the true mm-hmm. freshman. And then we got Evan Stewart, the true freshman from Texas A&M, that was named Offensive MVP. Not of the spring game, people get confused, mm-hmm. but of spring camp. His first spring on campus, Shane. He's already been named Offensive MVP. He could have a huge year for them Aggies that are that are dying for a number one receiver to emerge. And then, again, we got some real value here at the $1 option, Shane. I got Josh Van, South Carolina's outstanding receiver. Mm-hmm. And the young bulldog down there, Shane, A.D. Mitchell came on strong as arguably the, the best receiver. You know, I'm not counting Brock Bowers, of course, but maybe, yeah. maybe the best receiver for the Georgia Bulldogs national championship team would, after uh, George Pickens was limited. So mm-hmm. some really good value there at the number one dollar options who are the two receivers you're rolling with Shane Mm, this was probably the toughest one uh, Mike because not so much not because the talent because I obviously I think there's not a bad selection on here I mean obviously the the the, I'm a little I'm a little leery of freshmen that haven't proved it 
So I, I, I got to steer clear of that. I'd rather take somebody that's been in it for a little bit. I did like the van. I was thinking maybe that's that's good value there. But, Mike, as I look at this and as everybody's looking at this chart, um, I, I think the SEC's loaded with quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends. And I just I think it's a little bit of a down year for the receivers. Now, I may be wrong. Again, we're we're a hundred days out from college football. We may be looking back. You may save this pod and say <laughs> Shane is a is a bumbling idiot. But I think if you're going to spend some money, this is where you're doing it. And uh, so obviously, I had to forfeit some money in these later picks. But brother, give me the top two. Give Ooh. me Cedric Tillman. Give me Kayshawn Butte. And the reason I like these guys, well, for starters, Cedric Tillman's probably my favorite. If if not the favorite, he's right there at the top football player in college football right now. Obviously, I'm a huge Tennessee homer. But, you know, watching – I mean, this is a big-bodied receiver. And and I think that, that bodes well with a quarterback. Sometimes you just need to throw up a prayer. And, and more times than not, Cedric comes down with the ball. You saw, like you said, you mentioned Alabama. You mentioned some of these big games where he really where he really came out. So I, I think that's my first pick. That's a five dollar pick. It's a bold pick. But the other one is is Kayshawn. I, I think here's a guy. If he wasn't hurt last year, man, we're we're talking about him as the best receiver last year. I think. I think he would. He had. He had a, a good shot. It, he was LSU's offense for several weeks. It felt like. So I, I think a healthy Butte and a and a, a Cedric Tillman, just that senior president presence. We got. The, we got a big bodied receiver. I just think this is where I need to spend my money. So I'm going ten dollars on my receivers here. Man, that's that's a little rich for my blood, Shane. <laughs> but tell me, t- tell me why I'm wrong, Mike. Tell me why I'm wrong, <laughs> and I'll tell you why I really hate it, Shane. Because you got one of my guys here, Kayshawn Butte. Agree with everything yeah. you just said. We don't even know who his, who his quarterback's going to be this year. Don't even know. Brian Kelly may boot this guy from the team. He's Butte. They may boot him off. <laughs> let's hope. Let's hope like hell that doesn't happen. I'm just kind of kidding. I've not heard that he's going to get dismissed or anything. But right. you know, all American. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a player that, you know, may be unrealistic to think about this, Shane, but a player that could win the Heisman like out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm looking at a guy like Kayshawn Butte, just so electric, the football in his mm-hmm. hands. He was limited last season, still put up huge numbers. And uh, I even go back to 2020 when, uh, you know, breakout star, when they started to get momentum late in the season, it was because Butte to Max Johnson became such a mm-hmm. uh, just a hot um, connection there for them LSU Tigers. So I got to go Butte as well, but I'm saving my money, not going all out like Shane. I'm, I'm going a little bit uh, on the cheaper. I'm going boomer bust here, Shane. And I really wanted to go with one of these freshman receivers. Could not argue with Luther Burton down there at two bucks, but I'm going Evan Stewart, Shane, the Aggie freshman, just for the simple mm-hmm. reason that I think Texas A&M is much more settled at the quarterback position, which is going to lead to Evan Stewart being a more productive player. Now, I could be dead wrong because Luther Burden, <laughs> I think, is completely legit. If, uh, you know, if, if, I, if Mizzou was just more settled at that position, I would, no hesitation, I would have went with Luther Burden. But I think they're both mm-hmm. going to have big years. So I'm going Evan Stewart, the freshman, Kayshawn Butte, seven bucks total on my receivers. Yeah, and and this the reason it was tough is because I was trying to figure out 
if I if I wanted to save some money on some of these other positions and 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 like I said, there was a couple names that I was like, when this list came out, I was like, I'm absolutely going to have this guy, gotta have him. <laughs> but then when I started running out of money, I was like, oh shit, I can't afford that guy, you know. <laughs> and 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 the reason I, I'm just Butte and Tillman, the reason I like these guys so much is they have taken games over. And, you know, imagine having both of them on the field at the same time with Will Levis throwing the ball. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, <laughs> they're going to be hanging banners there. So, uh, I just think this is a, a smart bet. Get proven people. Don't take don't take the risky bets here. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the running back, Shane. You're down to four bucks. I got five in my back <laughs> pocket. But mm-hmm. so, we know you can't take uh, old Chris Rodriguez. That's who I've <laughs> yeah. got. As my five dollar no, option, in, <laughs> I don't even know if he's, uh, uh, you know, yeah. a wanted man or not at this current moment. I don't know if you saw that news, Shane. Yeah, I did. I was going to say <laughs> the only person taking him is the officers in custody when they see him next time. So, no, I'm sure. I'm sure there was a misunderstanding, and we'll get that taken care of. But man, we can't have that up there in Lexington. Now, the four four dollar running back, Shane. This may be a surprise to some people because there's there's a hell of a lot of good backs in the SEC. Yeah. But I think Jameer Gibbs, the Alabama transfer from Georgia Tech, you know, this is going to be the next where it's like, oh, my God, how does how does Alabama keep getting all these guys, you know, via the transfer port? Kind of like Jamison Williams, you know, mm-hmm. who was singing his praises at this point in time last year? Hardly anybody now went on to the a first round draft pick. So I think Jameer Gibbs could explode for the Crimson Tide. He's our four dollar running back. What What are your thoughts on that? I think it's risky. Uh, I mean, to to play for Georgia Tech and then mm-hmm. – I mean, obviously he's going to be productive because he's in Alabama uniform right. now. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, he's got, he's got five stars all around him, especially up front making holes for him. So, um, I, I, think, I think you're a little high on this one. I mean, so that's why I'm not touching – it's not that I don't think he's a good athlete because what I like about Gibbs especially is, is – He's a dual threat, you know what I'm saying? He can come out of the backfield. He can, you know, he can run, you know, he, he can do anything. He's he's like a he's like a Swiss Army knife back there. So I like that, but I'm just it's just too rich for my blood. Obviously, I'm out of money, but but, but I mean, <laughs> I, I was looking at all of this prior to. I didn't just say, okay, I want to waste all my money on receivers. I I just I just don't I didn't see the value at four dollars. Now I may be wrong, and that's the thing. You're going to look back and you're going to see great stats from him. So I don't know what your my idea when I'm piecing together this team is is not a. Not, not like fantasy football. Not like what do I think their stats are going to be at the end of the year or anything like that. It's like me going out here and we're playing dodgeball and you're picking a team, I'm picking a team. Right. That's my quarterback. That's my running back. And I think my team could beat your team. That's that's the, mm-hmm. the approach I have at this. Right. And uh, I think Gibbs is a hell of an athlete. There's a reason that he's in Tuscaloosa right now. I just don't think he's uh, – I don't think he's a $4 athlete. I got you. All right, how about the $3, Shane? Oh, here we go. Tank Bigsby, the man down oh there on God. the plains. Yeah. And, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, that, that was a struggle for me, Gibbs or mm-hmm. Tank. I mean, you could mm-hmm. you could certainly make the case for for either or. And, and kind of going to what you're referencing, Tank, he may not put up the numbers even that Gibbs had be, right. because of, you know, his supporting cast there on the plains. But, uh, you know, that that's a hell of an option there at the, at the $3. I'm almost like switching my list as we're going down it here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is the one of my guys. I saw, man, I, I saw value. $3 tank. Oh, yeah. Put, he was on my roster many, many times. 
But I'll tell you what it came down to wasn't the running back, was the wide receivers again. I just, you know, I was I had I was looking at Burton, and I'm like, here here's a guy, you know, that obviously I think is going to be a, a hell of an athlete there. Same thing in Alabama, but I just think again unproven, not really done anything. I'm and then you got Tank over here. He is so I thought about kind of going these two together and uh i just couldn't i just couldn't pull the trigger on him i had to have my receivers so so i, I wasn't able to keep tank but one thing i do like about tank is the fact that here here's another thousand yard running back you know and i, I expect nothing different from from him this season mm-hmm. and he's doing it with i mean he's doing it with a shitty offensive line i mean i i'm not trying to bash him i mean i'm sure they've had some great games and stuff but they've just kind of pieced this stuff together and and if if Tank if he would have had some of like I hate to go back to Georgia but if he had Georgia's offensive line or if he had Alabama's offensive line I mean golly we're this guy is not you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's winning the Heisman or he's a he's a finalist so I I I, I hate the fact he's not as as much of a dual threat with the receiving. But here's a guy that I think if you put on a, a, a better team or have a better offensive line, maybe some more weapons where he's not the only – I mean, we're talking loaded box game after game after game and still was able to get uh, over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. That's why I like Tank is is I just think he's a hell of a talent. And this is one of those guys I think, you know, four, five, six years from now we're, we're watching him in the NFL and, and we're saying, why the hell – did he not do better at Auburn? You know what I'm saying? Why? Why you had him? That's like Alvin Kamara at Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? It's like he was on our roster, and that's all we got with him. I think we look back and we say we realize just how 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 great of an athlete Tank Tank is. All right, how about the two dollar option, Shane? Big breakout potential here. Devon Chain, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I I could be wrong about this, but I think of all the running backs returning, he's got the highest yards per carry average. Mm-hmm. In the SEC, right around seven yards per carry. And, mm-hmm. you know, this is a guy that's covered, carried it over 100 times. So, huge, huge breakout player. Maybe the fastest running back in the SEC. Hell of a value there at $2. <laughs> and then a wild card option, Shane, because we've not seen him in the SEC. Mm-hmm. But he's got a lot of motivation coming to Ole Miss to, to prove mm-hmm. that he can make it in the NFL by showing it that he can do it in college football's highest level, Zach Evans, the transfer from TCU, the former five-star that, you know, he had that wild recruitment, signed with Georgia, got out of Georgia. Yep. Now he's found his way back to the SEC. So, of these running backs, I think you, I think you've already made your case. Who are you going with? You going with Tank? You would think, because I, I was singing his praises, but – Buddy, I'm on a budget, and I had to remove Tank. So when I added Tillman, I had to I had to put Tank back on. I mean, that's that you ever seen them decisions made? Like you see them pictures are in the grocery store, and and there's like you know baby food, and then all of a sudden there's like it's it's sitting in the in the aisle where all the beer was at, and it's like oh decisions were made today. You know that's that's what happened here. I I was crying the whole time, but I had to put I had to put Tank back on the shelf. Um, and, and I'm I'm taking home Devon. I I, th- I think mm-hmm. here's a guy that has never had the opportunity to be the star, right. even though he is a freak athlete. You you said he may be the fastest, Mike. He is the fastest. I mean, this is a guy that that was clocked 
Mike, at 22 miles an hour, you do that in my neighborhood, you're getting a ticket. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) They're putting speed bumps up the next week. So uh, if he comes to my neighborhood, this is a guy that can do it all. And the reason I I like him on my team is because of the way I'm I'm just – I want a complete roster. I need – I need a utility knife. I need somebody that's a that's a human joystick every time he gets the football. This is a guy you can never you can you you can't bottle him up. And, and if if we got if we're if the box isn't loaded, man, I'm telling you what, I'm throwing it out on the outside. I mean, this this guy's going to be doing a lot of. They're going to look back. This is I know I'm rambling, Mike, but I get so excited about this guy <laughs> because I think this is your guy that could win a Heisman. And the fact that he's sitting here at $2, you want to talk about an absolute bargain, that's your bargain. So welcome to Team team Shane, brother. Yeah, and that's another one, Shane. I almost, while we were sitting here talking, I almost flipped him and put him on my squad. Mm-hmm. But I'm saving up for the tight end. So mm-hmm. I'm going Zach Evans, $1 man down here at Ole Miss. It's kind of, you know, I'm taking a huge swing on potential. But yep. I just got so much faith. In Lane Kiffin's offense, Zach Evans this spring seemed like a man on a mission. And uh, believe it or not, man, those those Ole Miss Rebels, they always rank right up there among top SEC leading rushers. So it's not they don't just throw the ball there in Ole Miss. So I think Zach Evans is going to have a huge year for Ole Miss. Give me the one, $1 man on the, on the docket here. <laughs> now, so that means we're down to our final position here, Shane. Tight ends. And mm-hmm. kind of like you said, man, making this list, we were so loaded at the tight end position here <laughs> in the SEC. We got the nation's best tight end, Brock Bowers. Yep. He's our $5 man. No surprise. He tore it up as a true freshman. And then here's another wild card, Shane. Michael Trigg, the transfer from Southern Cal. I put out the video of him the other day just tearing through the Southern mm-hmm. Cal defense. He looked like just such a beast there in the Ole Miss spring game. I think he's mm-hmm. going to be one of the biggest breakout candidates in the SEC, Jaheim Bell, Shane, if they finally use him at South Carolina, <laughs> he could be, you know, an all-SEC type player oh, yeah. for the Gamecocks. So he's our $3 option. And then, again, here's a little bit of a wild card, the $2 option, but we all know the name. Arik Gilbert, back, back in action, caught multiple touchdowns, Shane, in the mm-hmm. Georgia spring game. Hell, he may be the five dollar man in reality. You know, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from Brock, but you can make the case for either one being the better tight mm-hmm. end, uh, based on you know all the potential Gilbert has. And then again, this is maybe the steal of the whole thing here. The one dollar man, John Samuel Shanker from Auburn. He led the team in receptions, receiving yards. One, of, he's mm-hmm. already got, he's already broken all the records at Auburn. Chase he's got another year playing. So. Um, yeah, so many good tight ends in the SEC. But where are you going with uh, your last dollars here? Well, I think I think you I think you're hit the nail on the head. There's so much talent at this position, and you think about years past. There's there's been some droughts, brother, and uh, you're seeing an emphasis here and getting these big body guys, some athletes on the outside that can do it all. Um, I love the tight end positions. One of my favorite, and and. You know, it's funny. You're going through Georgia. Georgia probably has the top five tight ends. <laughs> you probably could have just picked any of those. And, and when you first did this list, brother, my eyes went straight to the top right. And at the top right, as you're looking at this list, it went straight to Brock Bowers. 
Here's a guy that was an absolute machine last year. I think he'll be an absolute machine this year. His, his soft hands, he's he, – I mean, he's, he's he's built perfect for this Georgia offense. And, and I think about Georgia. It, it reminds me a lot of those old Belichick days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't think they designed it this way, but you remember when they had – and forget the jokes and stuff like that, but the Aaron Hernandez and, mm-hmm. and Gronkowski and those guys out there, it was like – we just needed a couple plays from the wide receivers because these tight ends are going to take over. I think it's the same thing with the Georgia Bulldogs. And unfortunately, even though Brock was my first pick, I cannot afford him anymore, so I'm going to have to put him back. But I'm going to stay with the roster, and I'm going to take a chance on that wild card. Give me Gilbert, baby. Here's a guy, you know, obviously I followed him since he was in high school. I think everybody did. You're talking the the top recruit out of Georgia, five overall, number one tight end. He he promised he's going to come to Tennessee, I think, five or six times. Never, (laughs) never, never worked out. You know what I'm saying? Didn't work out in LSU. But here's here's a guy that is just an absolute freak athlete. He's big bodied, 6'5", 250 pounds. I think he showed up camp 300 300 pounds, but – he pulled a Shane, and uh, he did a 100-day challenge when spring hit. And what did he do? He, he went out there and got a couple of TDs, man. And he was a man among boys out there. And I think if he continues that momentum, mm-hmm. this is a guy that's easily playing in the NFL. This is a guy that's going to quickly move up all the list. I'm not saying he's better than Bowers, but, you know, the pressure's off. And and he's he's not – I mean, when he was in LSU, they knew him. Every time Gilbert was on the field, they knew it. Now they can't afford to to double-team him and, and put a linebacker on him. You know what I'm saying? It's just this is, this is a kid that's really going to shine this year for the Georgia Bulldogs. So – and I'm out of money. So, my $2, <laughs> I'm going – I'm going with my boy Gilbert. Yeah, and I, you, you assembled a hell of a team, Shane, but I kind of had to – Structure mine because I was saving my four dollars for the man Michael Trigger at Ole Miss, man among boys. Kiffin has already called him, and he just got to Ole Miss. He's already tearing it up down there in Oxford. So that's who I'm going with. And you know, I can already see you got a lot of big names on your list, Shane. And I'm taking some swings with some unknowns. So oh yeah, I am ready for people to tear apart my list. <laughs> and go with Cousin Shane. But let's recap real quick. I got K.J. Jefferson, Kayshawn Boutte, mm-hmm. Evan Stewart, Zach Evans, Michael Trigg. And Cousin Shane's got Will Levis, Kayshawn Boutte, Cedric Tillman, Devon Achain, and Arik Gilbert. So, hey, Oof. we'll throw this out there. I'm very eager to see who people think got the better team there. And like I said, man, it'd be great if it's gotta uh, be. everybody, you know, everybody – Give us their picks. You know what I mean? So that's the beauty of this thing. We're just they try to build their best team as well. And I think we can have a lot of fun with this. Mike, you I mean, you got a chance here. We can say, whoops, we forgot we were recording and you can just <laughs> we could go in together now that you saw my team and just take credit for it if you'd like. I mean, upon further review, I, I think clearly I've got the better team here, but one thing I like about your team is you you took some chances, and that's not one thing I, I, I didn't want to do. You know, I I know Will's a little bit of a gamble at quarterback, but I, I'm, I'm confident in my receivers. I'm confident in my running back. The only wild, it, it, you know, is is Gilbert. I You know, but again, we're talking a tight end position here that it's not going to be hard to shine down there in Athens. So, 
Yeah, you took you took one of those high risk. Like I took lower floor. You ever seen that? And if you're looking at fantasy football, they say, "Hey, this guy's got a high ceiling, but he's got a low floor." I think that's what you took. You took a lot of guys that got high ceilings. They got potential to be breakout players, but they've also got some duds possibilities. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the the only difference. And if you're a gambling man, which we are, maybe you go with Mike's team, but. Let's be honest. I'm just trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah, I will say this. clearly I won. I will say this, Shane. You've got some stars um, yeah. all around the, uh, the quarterback. But while Will Levis is throwing those interceptions, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's not going to help your team out any when you don't possess the football. You know what? Oh, I swear to God. If I got to cut him, I will, you know. <laughs> I will do it in a heartbeat. I'll bring I'll bring up uh, one of these guys you left off the list here. I, uh, give me give me uh, uh, 15, AR-15. Yeah, that's who I want. Just uh, If I got to swap them out, that's my sub. Well, hey, brother, I think this was a great idea. I hope it goes over well on the social medias and give us, uh, you know, all these fans something to – get on each other. I mean, that's, that's all Twitter is, is fans, uh-huh. you know, fighting with one another. And I love it, man. I love the passion of these great SEC fans. Uh, but you got anything else before we hop off the line? No, this was fun, man. I really appreciate it. It, it drove me nuts, but it was also good at work when I was, when it was slow, it gave me something to think about. So <laughs> uh, this was an awesome little, little deal, brother. And I, I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, like I said, I'm going to keep y'all posted with the, uh, with the journey, uh, don't forget to get on our YouTube channel, That SEC Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to that thing. And anytime we get sent out a video, you'll be notified. All right, buddy. Well, like I said, good luck with the reviews on your team. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we wish you luck all that on your journey, Shane. 100-day countdown. Cannot yeah. wait to see what comes of it. And it fires me up all that more because it's just more <laughs> reason to celebrate the upcoming college football mm-hmm. season. So that once we, you know, know the results on the field, we know that I picked a hell of a lot better team than you did, buddy. But, uh, hey, that's all I you got. Know the, you know what's the best part about going to a diet three days from now? What's that? All the food I'm going to eat in the next three <laughs> days. <laughs> I got it all planned out. I'm like, man, we got to get a calzone in here. We got to. Gotta hit my Chinese restaurant. Uh, some, we, I guess we gotta get over at El Chiritos and, and knock out some of. You know, it's like I got my bucket list that I'm knocking out here before the diet starts. But uh, no, I, I, I I'm joking. I, but I do want to get all that going. But I'll, I'll keep y'all going. I'll keep you posted. And and honestly, it's it's more for me. Um, you know, and that way, if, if I'm putting these videos out, it feels like I'm, I owe you guys something. And, uh, you know, I think that would help me. So it's more about me than, than it is y'all. You don't have to participate, but, uh, any support you want to throw out uh, a retweet or something like that, man, I, I, it means a lot. And I appreciate everybody because, cause we got a lot of great fans out there, Mike, a lot of people, uh, you know, I was out last week dealing with, uh, some, some family stuff. I don't know if you touched on it too much, but, uh, you know, uh, we we had a we had a close call with a with a loved one, and uh, uh, she pulled through, and and everything's good. So I just appreciate all the kind words, and uh, you know, love y'all, and uh, look forward to a, a a hell of an off season, and uh, definitely an awesome off uh, regular season, brother. Absolutely, Shane. Well, I think that's a perfect way to end this show, and we do appreciate each and every one of you if they continue to check us out, no matter how you do it. Again, if you made it this far, give us that five-star written review. 
in the Apple Podcast app or on Spotify. We'll take it any way you want to give it to us, but uh, <laughs> that's going to do it, brother. So I appreciate you as always. Appreciate everybody. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Man, this team is loaded. Ha, ha, ha.